This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to foobarradio.com for more details. Back row and chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on Fubar Radio. Good afternoon. It's back row and chill. It's Friday. It's 4 p.m. for the next two hours, roughly. Uh, we are going to be entertaining you with all of the upcoming film news. What is it? TV news, social media. Oh, but let me first introduce yeah, my who, Who's we? Who's we? Exactly, who's we? Uh, it is Alex Hoban. Ta-da! It's been a while. It has been. But I'm back. Many a month. You're back to entertain everyone. Well, I will do my utmost. And no promises. I'm feeling a bit sick. Not in terms of, like, cool sick or good sick. Like, bad, oh. as you can probably tell by my voice. Oh. Sorry, producers and Johanna, but... Are you ill? Well, yeah, I mean... Is this, like, hungover ill? No, not like at all. Not at all. Thirsty Thursdays was not a thing for me last night, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I'd have loved it to be, but no, this is just cold. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, w- I was in Iceland this time last week, so oh, now right. I'm feeling, yeah, feeling just a bit down. Yeah, when I just passed through Iceland the other it's day... It's cold. Yeah, was it Hence really cold? my cold, yeah, ah. I think so. Okay, you've got a really good excuse to be ill then. Well, I'm not feeling ill, I'm feeling brilliant, so if I'm ill next week, I'll blame uh, you. Yeah, my bad. Well, we've got a really jam-packed show for you coming up, and we are going to be doing Facebook Live again, so if you can get yourself near a computer or a phone or some sort of technology that can get you onto the Facebook page, uh, then log in to... Well, actually, will be on my Facebook, so go to Johanna James' Facebook page and... In about an hour, we're going to be doing a challenge live, which I'm a bit scared about because it's going to hurt. Okay, fill me in. What what are we doing? I've bought a lie detector. Oh. Like machine, but it electrocutes you if you get it wrong. Okay. Well, already there's a few red flags there. Lie detection is well known that that's not real. Uh, it's totally real. It's a Especially on a five pound machine. No. no I've seen Jeremy least, Kyle. It was at least six. I've seen, right, I've so. seen Jeremy Kyle and some of those people did not sleep with who they said they did. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've worked it out myself. So, <laughs> You're um, the lie detector. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of those shows, I guess. Well, we're going we're gonna to be testing the machine out live. So if you want to check that out, then go to my Facebook page. But you can also check out our Twitter. It's at Fubar Radio. So tweet us throughout the show and we will shout you out if you tell us anything interesting or ask us anything. You can ask us anything you want. We're pretty open. Yeah, pretty exactly. Like, you know, Just go wild. TMI, too much information, whatever. There's no censorship on this show, so literally go wild. Just go for it. Or you can email email us in, chill at foobarradio.com. Now, every week I put together a plethora <coughs> of songs that are sort of to do with film or TV or anything that I'm loving from soundtracks and whatnot and whatnot. Uh, actually, on Spotify, they've got a really good playlist, which is trending in film. Okay. So I found a lot of them from this one. So I'm going to go for this one. So you copy and paste it, essentially. I've- well, I copy and pasted this one, but it is a really good song. It's called <laughs> Busted. Devil's Whisper. Busted. I do my research, all right? It's by Rory, who I don't know who that is. I'm not really cool with like music people. I just listen to soundtracks. Uh, anyway, I love it. And so this is going to be the first song of the day. This is background chill. Go on, Rory. Didn't quite do that as smoothly Back in the game. as I wanted to. <laughs> Damn it! I tried to like DJ mix those over, but it didn't work. Oh well, we're trying things out. It's fine. No, no, no pressure that's or anything. That's a good one, actually. What would your DJ name be? DJ James. <gasps> DJ James. No, that's too many. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, I, apparently, um, you've got to do it. It's, it's MC and the last thing that you ate. Ooh. So what would that be? MC Bolognese. 
Really? Yeah. The last thing you would... That's fire. <gasps> Mine so. would be MC peanut butter ice cream. <laughs> peanut butter ice cream? Where do you stop off one of those numbers? I, uh, on, the, on, the, on the train. Oh, I was there eating my Tupperware. I didn't realise there's sort of a, like a no eating rule on the underground. Oh, um, really? Yeah, apparently. So, but where's that? There's also I don't know who enforces it, but I've heard that Boris brought it in back in the day. Oh. So you're not actually supposed to eat um, on the underground. But I was there with my Tupperware and my bolognese, spilling it all over the place. Might mate, that is that's Piccadilly not like food. Line. That's not food for the for like no. travel, is it? No, like you you struggle enough as it is in a in a restaurant, let alone on the underground. That is a funny video. Though. I didn't have the spoon to do the twirly thing either, so it was just oh. shovel. Oh, just the <laughs> yeah, yeah, just going for it. Yeah, and whoever she was next to me was looking over like. Mm. You know, then people are just frowning and they're like, mm. but oh my goodness, I'm just, I'm having I'm having creative ideas. They're hitting me in my brain right now because if anyone doesn't know, me and Alex, we make uh, funny videos on Facebook and YouTube and, and all the other platforms. But I try, you you, you do, I try. No, we've, you do as well, mate. Sometimes you've had a couple hitting of milli, this. couple hitting of milli. This. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check out Alex Hoban or Johanna James' page if you want to see all the funny shit that we make. But I've just had an idea. You have an idea. Like, what if you're having bolognese on a train, and it's all messy and stuff? But then you meet a girl, and then you do the whole, uh, oh, you know, sucky slurpy thing. And if any brands are listening that would like that, hit me up. Yeah. Well, I don't, is there many bolognese brands? I don't know. Um, Dolmio. Dolmio. It's a Dolmio yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. That That's right up there, straight. Okie dokie. Uh, right. So, oh my gosh, we've really, really like trajectoried off the like, but I'm hungry now. What's on the agenda today? Damn it. So, uh, let's start off with a little bit of entertainment news, shall we? Because I've done my research and I found out what's going on in the world of film and TV. And there is some fun stuff this week. So, uh, are you ready for... The entertainment news on <laughs> Becca and Chill. <laughs> Did you like that? That was amazing. Okie dokie. Right, first off, you know the Cannes Film Festival? Yes, Cannes. Cannes is in the news this week because it has reversed a, rec- a recent decision to allow streaming-only movies to compete for the big prize of the Palme d'Or. Oh, okay. Palme d'Or. So, uh, so those originals. So basically, yeah, they they made a decision recently to say that you don't have to have a theatrical release of a movie to still compete for like best film. So a Netflix original or an independent movie that's put on Amazon or something, yeah. they can they can compete. Nice. Um, and now they've gone back and gone. Actually, no, sorry. Um, you're going to need to release it in a cinema for it to count as an actual movie. Okay. Ooh. Well, that's interesting. Do you use said platforms? I do. I Well, Netflix and Amazon Prime. Uh, occasionally, my mate's mum has a Now TV oh, <laughs> account yeah, that we can, mean, yeah. we can occasionally get a bit of Now TV. <laughs> exactly. um, yeah, so I, I, and I really think that, I don't know. I, I'm the same. I'm more of a Prime user than a Netflix user. But oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Similarly, okay. the films on there at the moment are fire. Really? Yeah, they've just released the new James Bond on there. Well, not the new one, whatever the last one was. The last, oh, with a... Uh, and they've also got all the Piers Brosnan ones. Oh, amazing. On oh, yeah. so if you want to go for a Bond sesh. Do you remember the last time we were here and I actually got the name of that show wrong? The film wrong, Train. Well, <laughs> it was actually Lion, but it was Train. Yeah, so I did a similar thing with uh, Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. But I said Manchester on the castle. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. Is there, a, is there a film that's something on the castle? I mean, that sounds a bit like uh, Ed Sheeran, if he made a movie. 
Man- yeah, it would that probably might be, be Manchester on why. the castle. That's probably why. Um, but yeah, that was on there as well. The ca- castle by no Manchester by the sea. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I nearly said it again then. Yeah. So it, yeah, that's that's a good one. And um, then obviously you got all the Netflix originals as well. Oh, have you just talking about Amazon Prime while we're on there? Have you seen American Gods? Ooh, that is the no. new. Is that is that a series? Amazon series, brand new. I think there's like one or two episodes out okay. now. Uh, I got to go to the screening of the first episode with some of the cast, and it was amazing. And it's a very weird show. Wait, wait. So I was having dinner the other day at home, and my flatmate was watching what only can be described as a a large, well, a, not a large woman, a woman who was growing in size, as in height and length. Mm-hmm. Eating a man, not with her mouth, not with her mouth, with her other mouth. Yeah, is that it? Is that the show? Yeah, that's American Gods. Okay, yes, I have seen. Well, I saw that. You saw that thirty seconds. That was some weird. Yeah, she's like a sex goddess, and she consumes men with her vagina. Yeah, I mean that. Basically, American Gods has seen Game of Thrones and gone right. Sex and violence. Nah, mate, this Let's is take sex it to and the violence. Next level. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's really good. It's a really good storyline about a guy who uh, finds out that there are gods of many kinds walking the earth, all, all in modern day America. You've got the gods of social media, you've got ancient Egyptian gods, you've got. Oh, yeah, you literally, Alex just referenced to himself when I said god of social media. No, that no, didn't happen. <laughs> um, okay, there's One a day, camera. Babe. Yes, it did. One day. Um, <laughs> Okay, uh, moving on to the entertainment news. So basically, yeah, so go see American Gods or check out American Gods. Go buy Prime. And I think you don't have to pay for the whole year of Prime now. No, you, you can don't. do it as a yeah. monthly... T- Thank you, Amazon, for catching up with the rest of the exactly. world. Other Cheers. streaming services are available. Exactly. Uh, oh, do you like The Rock? I do. What's Dwayne up? Johnson. Okay, what's Dwayne up to these days? So, and I mean, I hope this is legitimate. This has been quoted from him. But The Rock is considering running for president. Okay. Well, Which, I mean, clearly, as you can see, anyone can do it. So, Well, but you know what? I don't think that's a bad idea. No, neither do I. He'll get, yeah. He'll get he would be tra- amazing. But I think he would be going up against Kanye West. So it would be like The Rock or <laughs> Kanye West. Wow, who do you choose? Exactly. That's basic. Right, I mean, Kanye, probably same level, in my opinion, as Donald. Uh, yeah, Kanye, emotionally unstable. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. But I've I've met Dwayne, and in the brief... 20 minutes that I did meet the guy I feel like we bonded and I felt like I got a good vibe from him and I was like yeah is he as big in real life as he is on the shows no really no no uh, way I uh, that was one thing because I think I was picturing like an absolute giant and I'm a tall girl I'm like 5'9 so when I went to meet him I was like oh you're only just shy of six foot like what yeah he's talking about your height no wonder he's so big yeah I mean if I ate that much and I was this height then I'd be that big as well I thought he was like six eight no 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 he's not he's probably six one or I something. mean it takes a lot of dedication and work I'll be honest with you also he's always like filming or photographed next to Kevin Hart that's true and Kevin Hart was smaller than I even thought yeah that is true he's he is very he's small. very small in fact just to make things really awkward um, I think I, I didn't make too good of friends with Kevin Hart because uh, he was sitting on this well, we had these really high chairs that we did the interview on this was last year and when I, when I met them both of them Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson and Kevin was sitting on these chairs and I went to, and I I didn't know what to say you know when you get that awkward like oh just think of something to say think of fucking something to say yeah, to her yeah, yeah. and um, I sat on the chair and I was like oh I feel so small when I sit on these chairs look at our legs swinging and he just looked at me like oh. what and I was just like yeah <laughs> I've seen a few interviews with you where you've said things that have been a little bit awkward. Yeah, taking like the one where you um, went to Five Guys. Yeah, let's not talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I got the, the nickname yeah. Five Guys Girl for quite a while. Americans didn't understand what Five Guys was in terms of the restaurant. Which is weird. thought that Johanna was talking about 
taking five guys at the one time at the one time Uh, but I thought that five guys the restaurant was an American chain yeah I presume so well it does have all American food but mate so the rock is considering running for president as is Kanye West so I think on the Twitter today we should do a Twitter poll who should run for president so I think we should do the rock Kanye West and we'll probably stick another random one in there. Yeah. And we'll um, run a poll yeah. on our Twitter at Fubar Radio. Make sure you go and like let us know what you think. Rock, Kanye West and Baby Spice. Baby Spice. Yeah. She was my favourite at the time. She was pretty hot. I don't know. I wonder what she looks like now though. I'd be quite intrigued. I think the same, just a little bit more you know, mummy. Yeah. A little bit more mum. Mummy baby spice. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> mummy spice. <laughs> right. Okie dokie. Um, blah, blah, blah. And the last thing is uh, 13 Reasons Why. Have you jumped on that train? I haven't yet. No. Okay. You should. It's very, very good. It's a Netflix series called 13 Reasons Why. All about a young girl in high school who commits suicide and she leaves a box Ooh. of cassette tapes for the 13 people who are responsible for her Jesus that sounds heavy taking her life yeah it is quite but it's a really really good series and uh, Selena Gomez was behind it with her uh, mum okay. and they've revealed there is going to be a second season but I don't know what about because they it did kind of wrap up in the in a nice story yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know how they're really going to continue that apart from if they maybe you know how it happens again or something like that yeah I don't yeah something something I have a feeling they're probably going to go they're going to continue it and probably go down the route of maybe like high school shootings or okay. something well yeah very relevant you know? culturally yeah. yeah 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 so um, I saw the OA which had, had things like that as well which was pretty intense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it was good um, so yeah that's where we're up to in entertainment news. So Do you have yeah. like a closing thing? Like, dinner, well, dinner, dinner. No, wait, oh, what, what was that? Oh, countdown. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, we've got more entertainment news coming up next, but we've got some guests arriving on the show. Because, uh, my goodness, look at the time. It's, it's moving on. So, we've got our first guest who's going to be on the phone momentarily. So, let's just check he's here. Uh, and then, I, I hate technology when technology doesn't let me down. So, we're going to go see if our first guest, Edward Blumel. 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 Eddie, Eddie. we're going to see if no. he's there in one moment. Okay, Hold that's my the bad. phone. Too soon. Bar Radio presents Payne Sylvester Incorporated with Michael Payne and Harley Sylvester from Rizzle Kicks. Sean Walsh in the house yeah. right now. Would you like to help us uh, impart some knowledge from Martin? My girlfriend is eager to try water sports. She basically wants to piss on me in bed. How do I get over the fear of piss? You I don't, mate. Convince her to wee on you in the shower. Then, yeah. when she's asleep, shit on her head. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Sorry. do that. Yeah. Not even on their pillows. On their heads, man. Big steaming one. After a pizza. <laughs> a jalapeno, deep crust. American hot, cheesy crust. <laughs> She's just gone. Every Wednesday. Payne and Sylvester Incorporated with Michael Payne and Harley Sylvester from Rizzle Kicks. From 4pm. Fubar Radio. Boom. Oh, I like that sexy new voice on the end of that one. That was amazing. Uh, right, we should have Edward on the line. So let's see if we can... Edward, are you there? Yeah, I am. Oh, amazing. I love Hi, it Ed. when it works. Brilliant. Good. Welcome on the show. Thank you for Hi. being our first guest. Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> We're doing brilliantly. It's a beautiful day. Isn't it lovely? In se- well, are you in London? Where are you? Yeah, back? yeah, I'm in, I'm in London. I'm in, I'm in the theatre at the moment, so not yeah. quite enjoying the sun like I'd like to be, oh, but you know. Okay. Hey, not you win for, some, you lose some. For sure. And you're here to talk to us about the play Love in Idleness. I am, yeah. Yeah, so just let us know a little bit about that. What's going on? What's going down? So basically, it's um, at the Apollo Theatre um, oh, nice. on Shaftesbury Avenue, yeah. and it is a 
play by a guy called Terence Rattigan, who was writing in sort of the 40s, and he wrote this play um, in about 1944, and it's about World War II coming to an end and sort of political and, and family divisions around the time. It's quite hard, if I'm honest, to sum it up very quickly. Mm. But it's, um, there's a lot going on in it, and it's, it's based around a mother and her son returning from being an evacuee um, and and while he's been gone uh, she has found a new lover who is a Tory cabinet minister Ooh. and all sorts of um, sort of hilarity ensues um, because of that so yeah it's um it's, it's it's a big subject and it's it's very political and very relevant to today actually. yeah I was just saying like you could almost just slice it into today completely and <laughs> yeah completely it's it's uh, you know he um the character who i play I play a guy called michael who is the who is the son he returns home and um while he's been gone he's got a lot of pretty strong socialist ideas he's like a a, a young young corbyn-esque character nice. and he um he comes home to find not only as his um after his father died as his mum moved on rather quickly but also um to a man very politically different mm. to, to to his views and you know it's they have a they have a terrible time the three of them all together but it's um it's good fun and uh I, when are you opening you're opening so we we had our first preview last night and mm-hmm. we're previewing um for a bit but then opening night is on um the 18th of may on thursday oh amazing it's all it's all going to kick off yeah imminently and uh have you done a lot of london stage before no not at all this is well we this is the first time i've been on the west end but before this we did it was the same play it transferred from the chocolate factory which is a lovely little theater um in in sort of london bridge area and mm. it transferred but other than that this is yeah this this play is the first time mm, i've i've been geez. on the london stage so it's it's a lot of fun it's a bit of a baptism of fire but yeah, it's um sure. it's thrilling i mean definitely. in terms of nervousness is that going to be stepping up a level as you yeah it is I mean, I mean last night last night when we walked out the the chocolate factory where it was is such a tiny audience and it's um really intimate sort of place to perform and then um sort of but because the set and the play is the same i wasn't really expecting it last night when now we're in the apollo which is you know massive sort of 700 seater and there was a little bit when i walked out of sort of um i fluffed my first line because i looked out <laughs> and was like oh that so many people <laughs> I, I can't imagine what that must be like the pressure yeah, it was terrifying but you know it's all you, all the thrill of live theater exactly no, amazing that, that's a really good uh, like attitude to have i think yeah so yeah. what if you fluff it they don't know the script do they so. well, that's I, I, I just, and yeah. i mean things things little things go wrong here and there from night to night but when you're doing the same show every, every night they're the bits that you start to relish and really enjoy as people people panicking slightly and having to sort of um go against what you've been doing the same night for the last you know however many performances yeah i mean in terms of do you have any tips for someone like myself or any aspiring um actors because i fluff normal life let alone <laughs> let, let, let alone um theater, like when i'm trying to act or or be normal i i fluff getting on the tube getting off the tube all sorts oh, oh yeah i mean I, I feel i feel like most actors probably fluff stuff on stage <laughs> far less than in real life yeah, exactly <laughs> but um but no, I mean, I just, I just sort of, I, my only advice is use the nerves. And I'm always, whenever I'm on stage, is whenever I'm feeling nervous, I think that's a good thing. And the best performances always come from the, the most high pressure and nervous situations, mm. definitely. Sure, yeah. 
Oh, that's awesome. exciting. And there's only, it's a limited season, strictly, to just 50 performances. So. Yes, indeed, yeah. All right, so if anyone wants to go and check out Love in Idleness, you better get over to the, be the, what, the Apollo Theatre website, I'm assuming. Yes, yeah, it's on, well, there's loads of places that, like, sell the tickets. I don't actually know, all through, like, different sort yeah. of third parties. But, yeah, it, you just have to Google it, and it's all, it's all there. I mean, oh, so 50 funny. performances. Can I, can I just ask, is that in a row? Um, yeah, pretty wow. pretty much. I mean, obviously, we get like one or two days off, depending on the week. A week, but yeah, it is it's pretty pretty constant. In terms, of, but then yeah. you know, you know, I sort of it, that's all, and I'm sort of moaning about that, being like, oh gosh, fifty performances in a row, and then I've got mates that are in stuff for like a year, and I go, Jeez. okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, that's <laughs> fine. fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, in terms of sort of mental preparation and physical preparation for. 50, 50 nights on the trot is it I presume it's one performance a day or is it two performances yeah, um, so we have a matinee two or okay. three times a week depending well, so sometimes there's two, sh- two uh, yeah two shows a day for two or three days a week so it is it's quite full on and it is the, the only sort of physical thing that that has to be stretched is your voice because yeah, your yeah. voice will get absolutely destroyed if you're not careful oh. is, is there anything do you, do you have hot toddies on set or whatever oh yeah be? well every, every actor has their own little you know little routine I do a very very silly warm up as far away from everyone as I can find so um, so they can't hear me doing ridiculous stuff <laughs> and other people have their own warm ups and their own sort of various sort of throat things that yeah. they do and uh, yeah you know we, everyone has their own method I always found it ridiculous I was learning uh, all the uh, all different warm up variations in drama school and I just found it so unfair that I could work on my voice for hours but then there would be some old legend actor who smokes 20 a day <laughs> and he would just be so on point uh, and do yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'd be like well, oh! you get that loads I look, I look back so say I'm I, I always people after the shows are always like oh do you want to go out drinking and I'm always like oh yeah but because it affects my voice a lot oh, if I yeah. drink yeah. but then you, you hear about yeah, people like Richard Harris and stuff like that would mm. have like three pints at an interval um, <laughs> during the play and then and then Jeez. come back and then or, or be smashed the whole time and it's um yeah, I mean, I don't. Maybe that's because they're older actors and they they sort of yeah. they, they get used to it. Their body adapts. Yeah, Mine certainly hasn't yet. I mean, has it always been even at the top of the theatre? Was it were you mic'd up from the beginning or is oh, it no, no mics at all? Really, the, it, still for in, now as well. Your, or? Yeah, no no mic here either. Jeez. So it's um you are trying to fill fill a big space, but yeah. the, the way the theatre's designed, it makes it easier acoustically than it should course, be, which yeah. is really nice. nice. Enunciate, young man. Brilliant. Um, well, thank you so much. And, and go and do your funny... I'm just like, envisioning you backstage now doing all sorts of like splits and squats <laughs> and yeah, warm-ups and everything. I'll be doing that later. Oh, amazing. Well, all the best of luck for tonight. Thank you so awesome. much. Thanks and, for spending time with us. And just no to, at all. Cheers, guys. To recap, it's Love in Idleness at the Apollo Theatre in London. Go and check it out. Thank you, Edward. Yeah, bye, thank Edward. you very thank much. You. Cheers, guys. Bye. Right, bye. Oh, amazing. Would you ever do a, th- a theatre play? I would try. I would certainly yeah. like to give it a go. Yeah, I mean, I've never had stage fright, but I do forget lines a lot. Um, I mean, in my job, I present a lot and I forget certain bits. Yeah. So I'd have to improvise and work on that for, for sure. For sure, yeah. But that's, you know, that's part of it. I uh, I get I get bad live stage fright. Really? Yeah, okay. which is weird because I want to be on stage so much, but yeah, then yeah. it's like a weird thing of... And when I'm actually on, when I'm actually jumped off and I'm doing it, it's fine. But before, I always talked, I talked myself out of it. Before, Jeez. I'm standing in the wings, like, "What are you doing?" You're are, are you doing any theatre stuff this year, or is it strictly? Um, no, I, ha- I did recently. I did one. Um, I had to fill in. My friend wrote this fantastic 
like piece of live theatre and someone dropped out and so two days before she was like Jana could you like be in it and I was like I'll give it a go I haven't been on theatre in about awesome. a year so I had one rehearsal and like two days to learn sort Jeez. of the line the routines and everything it was a short short uh, performance play um, and we did it in in um, Bethnal Green like three, three Fridays wow. ago uh, how did you find it and again once I was in it and once we started the piece it was amazing it was um, it was called Blue Peter and it was set in in the future in uh, like sort of totalitarian Russia uh, yeah. and it was well Blue Petra really Jeez. and it was about um, uh, like if they had like a happy clappy Blue Peter style thing but it was really fucked up because there was like Russian guards watching us the whole time and okay. if we if we didn't keep the energy up they would like take us behind a screen and beat us up and we Jeez. were teaching kids how to like decorate their gas masks and That's mad. there was a gas attack on the Blue Peter studio in the play and I died um, Jeez but okay. it was <laughs> we're getting deep now but yeah. I, I thought you were going to say um, it was called Blue Peter it was set in 2001 and it was on BBC One no, <laughs> no it was a brilliant no, really really no, good no badges for you guys then. written uh, written by a good friend daisy smith I'm gonna shout her out uh right so yeah i, I have done theater but i did the same thing happen right before i was going what are you doing i'm not an actor i'll just go i'll leave sorry guys sorry no for that i'll just leave what am i doing i'm gonna forget my lines i'm <laughs> gonna see. fuck it up i'm gonna ruin it and then you do it and you're like that was so fun and one of the other actors said to me was like you know what if you don't terrify yourself every now and then if you don't do something that absolutely scares the shit out of you yeah like that is what life is yeah, yeah if sure. you just keep in the mundane and the safe in the routine that's not living he was like terrify yourself once in a while and I was like well, okay. that's some good advice well that was good you know that I is some great advice did a lot of nervous poop so tweet us lie. with what you're going to terrify yourself with next yeah maybe you should have to get some ideas get something on like a bucket list that yeah. we should do maybe challenge us yeah I want to wrestle an alligator in my lifetime that's Really? Yeah, well, I'm yeah, okay. Maybe a, like a blow up one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Give me some more credit. Like, I'll do one of those little ones that you find in the pet stores. No, oh, don't be up mini, mini, mini pets. <laughs> what are they even called? I can't remember what they're called. Mini now. alligators. Uh, so tweet us at Fubar Radio or email in chill at foobarradio.com and let us know what, uh, what, what terrifies you. And or maybe challenge us to do something, and we might do it on a Facebook Live. You never know. Okie dokie. So, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? Two? I haven't. I, I funny story actually. I went into the cinema right. to watch it um, with my girlfriend, and they were like, "You can watch it, but you've got to sit separately." And that's happened to us twice now. What? Um, yeah. So it's just always sold out in the Ritzy in Brixton. So um, I'm hoping to. Get a seat. Yeah, definitely go. I'm really. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was amazing. I watched it with my boyfriend and we were laughing our heads off like the whole way through. Um, And I'm loving the soundtrack because the soundtrack to the first one was just amazing. And this one is not as good, but nearly. But they have specifically made a song called Guardians Inferno and it's got David Hasselhoff. I thought I'd play it for you guys this week because I've been playing this on a loop on my commute because it's the best thing. It's really up. We're going to start like lifting the spirits up now because it's nearly the weekend, guys. Let's go, David. Let's go, David. David Hasselhoff, Guardians Inferno on Back row and chill. Boom. That was Heathens by 21 Pilots, which was from the film... Oh, train? I just told you! Oh. No, Suicide Squad. Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. And before that, Guardians Inferno from Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I'm going to be playing more of Guardians of the Galaxy later on in the show. But we've got our next guest. So a huge welcome to the studio. Oh, just one applause. Oh, there, sorry. We go. <laughs> there we go. A bit better. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And you are here, both of you, to talk about the play Becoming Mohammed. If you'd like to introduce yourself to our listeners... Uh, hi, my name is Anamik and I'm the director of the play. Amazing. Hello. 
and I'm Claudia and I wrote the play. Wow, oh, welcome. Wow. Love it. Welcome, welcome. Thanks Women for coming down. Women in theatre, loving it. So, uh, Becoming Mohammed, uh, it's going to be on at the Pleasance Theatre in London. Um, well, it's on now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, amazing. Mm. But it's going to be continuing till the 21st of May. So, just let us know a little bit what it's about, because it's an interesting title, Becoming Mohammed. Mm. Well, um, the idea came from a personal experience, actually. My brother converted to Islam in 27... No. To 2007? That's a long time that's ago. That's like 10 years ago. No, that's not true. I think it was 2013 or 2014. Okay. <laughs> I get all mixed up with dates. I <laughs> don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of years ago, my brother converted to Islam and I've been studying and working in theatre for quite a while and I just realised there's a show in this. Um, um, I've been trying out a couple of things, but I worked with uh, Claudia a couple of times before and because the story was so close and mm. personal, I asked her to write it for me. Amazing. So is it a drama or is it a comedy or is it a bit of both? A dramedy? I think it's a dramedy. I think okay. there's <laughs> definitely a lot of drama in there, but uh, because the subject matter can be, you know, so heavy and so yeah. so serious. Um, I tried while I was writing and then on a meet when she was directing it to kind of make it more lighthearted. So there's there's a few jokes here and there and our actors are really great at really lifting it up. So mm. a bit of both. Awesome. I mean, how... If we take it uh, to a more general level, how do you when, you, when you've written something and you've worked so hard on it, how do you then align actors to that? Do you just cast until you find the right one? Or is it like, do you have <laughs> someone in mind when you're writing? Like, how does that work from, oh, from your was, angle? It was a mixture of both. Uh, we're working with an actress called Philippa Carson. She's okay. great. And we've worked on her, with her on several shows. So we knew she was going to be in it. Awesome. And we found our other actress, Nadia, um, through previous auditions for the show but we've well especially I've never been ha happy or super satisfied with the male part so we had auditions for that okay. quite a couple of times awesome and who plays that role now um, so Thomas the brother is played by Jack Hammond and there's the brother of uh, Amina which is his um, girlfriend um, and that's played by Jonah Fazel. okay awesome that's amazing. I mean, the the subject matter is so relevant, I think, to the modern day. And be, and there's, it's it's not something you hear of often, but it happens mm -hmm. often. Um, and it's great to bring that into the public eye in the form of, of theatre, which is how things were portrayed for many years. And it's a little bit of a touchy subject because a lot of people, I think, would jump, or a lot of people would jump to assume, oh, if you're con if you're in, if you're converting to Islam, people might assume. Oh, they're becoming terrorists? Like, what's the... And they make that, like, awful jump. And it's actually completely fine. It's like as if someone was becoming Buddhist, you wouldn't be that concerned. If someone said, oh, I'm, I actually started going to church now, I'm Christian, you'd be like, cool, do your thing. So, so I'm converting to Islam, they'd be like, whoa! Why? What's going on? Are you okay? Yeah, you know, how, what have you so been watching? How, how do you work around the the stereotypes and, and people's interpretations of, of religion within the uh, within the concept? Well, that was her idea to start with. It was to present a story about conversion that wasn't about terrorism and mm. wasn't about going to Syria and, you know, joining ISIS. And also because that's, that's the real story. Yeah, There's yeah, a yeah. story that doesn't have those extremes and those are the only stories that make it to the media. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, they're not putting everyone who just yeah, you becomes know, happy exactly, it's not exciting. following Islam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not exciting. And, and so I guess in a way the kind of the subversion of expectations is just in not having that. And even though there are tensions within the family they don't have to do with that kind of choices. Mm, mm. And uh, Anamique, when it says that you knocked on your well, I mean, what you wrote was that you knocked on your brother's door after two years. Is that 
actually how it happened you you knocked on his door and t- after two years and you just didn't recognize uh no not really no taken- it's it's really it's inspired by my story so we try to grab those feelings and um ideas and put it in a different story because obviously it has happened over a couple of years and now it had to be an hour and a half play yeah um so there is some verbatim in it there are some real events um but most of it is dramatized i saw my brother a lot more but it was quite a surprise when i found out and it already happened quite a while ago yeah so that's how we try to capture that initial shock Sure. And is your brother? Is he still? He's still part of the faith. He's still practicing. And yeah, yeah. definitely. He's uh, happily married. Lives still lives in Rotterdam. And um, he came to see the show about a week ago now. Oh, so he's seen it. That must have been weird for him. Yeah. What? How did he feel when? What was his feedback? Um, was it a bit daunting for you initially? Were you yeah. like, oh, oh nervous? Yeah. It, it, it was very nerve wracking. And both my parents seen it as well. My parents got really emotional. Uh, my brother really liked it, and I think he really enjoyed being part of the spotlight yeah. and um, yeah. we did a post-show talk which he did very well um, I think he really enjoyed it and a lot of people have said uh, we've had some uh, Muslims coming to visit the show and everyone's just really happy how there's not a moment where the terrorist comes on stage yeah exactly sure. exactly yeah. it's yeah I mean it must be presented very well and am I right in thinking that you do post-show talks regularly or yes we do them every Friday so we have awesome. one this evening oh, cool. um, wow we have one with a female revert and with a PhD student from SOAS who specializes in Islamic conversion okay amazing so it's also an educational piece to it as well in the post-show talks and yeah, you can really definitely. dig into those issues amazing I personally this year have learned a lot about Islam because my boyfriend's family are Muslim so I've like meeting the family and getting to like know and like live with them um, I've learned a huge amount because I, I, I didn't not know stuff I just it was one of those things where it wasn't that I wasn't interested it just wasn't in my like my, my world in really. your bubble yeah it wasn't in my bubble now I've like opened my bubble up and um, it's been really really positive and the anger that they have against um, people like uh, terrorism or the media who twist and who don't show the whole thing and they're so angry and they're like oh we've got no voice we've got no voice to say this is not our religion this is not we believe everything is absol- absolutely it's like the polar opposite we believe in you shouldn't harm anyone and you should give to charity and all these like positive things like you know when the uh, the recent terrorist attack on Westminster um, and it didn't really get into the news that like immediately like something like £6,000 was raised yeah, no, in yeah, the mosques just immediately to help anyone who'd been affected or was hurt or things like that, um, that that's what's so nice about something like this is, is that you can really express it in an art form and without yeah. any stereotypes without any pressures you can just express yourself on stage and, and bring your story to life which was obviously very it's inspiring yeah, and will be inspiring for for a lot of people as well so where, where is it again so the Pleasance Theatre Pleasant in, in North Road in London and the next stage as well I think because I was talking to a friend who I went to drama school uh, with an actor called Waj Ali and he is Kurdish and um, he um always we well, we had a joke in drama school oh, you're going to play a terrorist mate you're going to play a terrorist and that's what he ended up to go and do and he ended up recently being all, like the main guy on the BBC um and he played the 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 main kind of baddie on that which was very weird to watch because he's not a baddie at all he's absolutely sweetheart he grew this huge beard he didn't even look like my friend um but we were sort of saying right the the next stage i think is that if you can't if the media won't have it won't won't allow these 
good stories to come through. Then the next thing is for characters in movies and TV shows and to give people um, from Middle Eastern ethnicities, give them really positive characters, not just the baddies, like flip it all on its head a little bit. So I'm absolutely waiting for the film world and Hollywood to kind of catch up on that. Yeah, That's my like kind of wish for... Hollywood over the next couple of years yeah. and th- so this is the way this is fantastic and, and in your post show talks have you found any sort of really um, inspiring stories of people who have converted and people have come to you and been like this is actually amazing that I can now talk about this and be open about my faith and, and my conversion have you have you experienced that in sort of person to person post talks um, yeah we well the woman who is on tonight uh, Miriam she we met her before and she's a British born woman uh, she was born in Cyprus I think and she uh, reverted or converted uh, quite a while ago we met her uh, a few weeks ago and she has a really a really inspiring story about the faith helped her and uh, how it's been a completely positive change in her life and she's going to be on tonight um, as well as as Anamik mentioned this PhD student who studies specifically conversion in the West to Islam and even meeting her and through her having access to the lectures at SOAS that are attended by both Muslim students and non-Muslim students were interested in the subject everyone has been quite responsive and Mm. um, yeah it's been quite excited I think Uh, so when people come to watch the show do they automatically come to see the post talks or is that Um, well we have a little five minute break after the show just like a little do break but um, we do hope people stay and come and watch the post show talk and so far we've done a couple of workshops after the show as well Um, just having a little chat with our we have a cultural facilitator called the Bia Islam um, so for most people that's the first experience of having questions asked by a girl in a hijab uh, which yeah. is really wow. funny to see um, but we feel like a lot of people want to stay and ask questions yeah. uh, because you're confronted with things that you might have not known and yeah there's been so many positive stories um, from both people with faith or without faith um, it's just a family drama really it's about family more than anything so everyone can relate to it yeah that's good as long, like relatable as long as it's relatable then people are going to engage with it and, they'll mm. go, and they're going to come down and, sure. and check it out that's really cool and just sort of in, in, in the future what's so I know at the moment you're like absolutely in the thick of this but uh, have you got any other projects or anything in the pipeline that you want to finish this year or, or head on to next year um, we have a couple of ideas um, we're just gonna choose on which one to focus first yeah, but okay. we have a company together so yeah. oh nice oh awesome yeah. and you're both so young which is brilliant <laughs> like, I think we look younger than we are <laughs> but thank you but no you look really young so I was like oh the writer and the, the director are coming in and I was like these girls cool <laughs> this is cool um, is there going to be any more iterations of this or is it, are you going to sort of are you looking to finish it here I know you might not know the answer to that now mm. and see how it goes but well we're really hoping at least to transfer to some place but um, our dream is to sort of tour it around and also hit those regional theatres yeah um, where I think we can engage a lot more people mm. because and we had some interest in Cape Town didn't we yeah we had interest wow. from Cape Town um, and because I'm from the Netherlands and Claudia's from Italy we've had requests from there for translation nice. and stuff so we really hope it's going to work out um, would you ever consider making it into a film Sure. People have said that, yeah. Yeah. Because I think that would be really... Because uh, I love theatre, but it is so time-contained because mm. it's only if you can get to it at that certain point, whereas if you make a film, it can be forever and ever and the next generation and so on and so forth. Yeah. Exactly. That would be cool to maybe like think about whether that could translate into a film. I think it sounds like it could for sure. 
That's super exciting Absolutely. well thank you so much for coming in thank it's you. been fantastic yeah. so that's Thanks Becoming Mohammed at the Pleasance Theatre in, in North London soon to be um, global soon to be global <laughs> movie <laughs> come on Hollywood any Hollywood exactly. producers out there yeah. come on ding ideas uh, right brilliant okay so uh, every week I play songs that are related to movies or anything whatever what 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 and this one is a, is a little bit long it's more of a story than a song what is it? It's from an animation. You know when you go and see Disney animations, they show a pre-little animation. Sure. Yeah, which absolutely, I always like, sometimes like that better than the film. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's called Lava. Have you seen it? No, no, no. And it's about, um, it's about this island. It's this island that's really alone in the middle of the ocean and he's singing about he wants to like someone to love and then this other little island oh, comes really? along. I okay. won't ruin it, just listen. So this is going to be a bit of an odd song, but it's the middle of background chill. I'm going to come back for more entertainment entertainment news uh, more guests film reviews and our Facebook live this is Back Row and Chill let's go Back Row and Chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio We actually performed that. I know. In secret. Uh, that was, that was good. me and Alex Hoban. Shaking my booty. Yeah, in between that, Alex decided to hula hoop around the studio. It was um, good. Well, it was good. Yeah. So I'm a Snapchat. Um, yeah, yeah. Follow Johanna on Snapchat and you'll see me attempting my hula hoops. Oh, the, the hula hoops. Right. A little bit more entertainment news because there is just so much so much going on in the world. I think we should have a little chat uh, because, uh, right, so what, what's happened this week? The big, the big, there's not that many films coming out at the Mo. I think everyone was just basically too scared to go up against Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So there's um, not a lot out. So what, what are we dealing with at the moment? Obviously but we've got Guardians. We've got Guardians, but we had this week, we had the Guy Ritchie uh, movie which the name of it has just gone out oh, of my okay. head. I don't um, know either. And it's got, um, come on, Charlie, Charlie Hunnam, David Beckham. Oh, okay. Um, King, King Arthur, there oh, yeah. we go. There we are. Um, there's so many there. I was like, what is it? So he's got a sword. He's got a long as soon sword as he said anyway. Bex, I was like, I know which one. I know. So apparently Charlie Hunnam has uh, addressed whether or not he's going to be the next James Bond. Okay. Uh, Interesting. What, did, what was his thoughts? Um, because he was he was stopped by Conan uh, and Conan the barbarian, not the barbarian, oh, okay. uh, the, the talk show host. Oh yes, yes, of course. that guy. Um, and he said uh, he said three things to say about it. He goes, I can say two things. I'm English. I look devish, devilishly handsome in a suit. And uh, number three is nobody's called me about playing James Bond, so I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen. That's oh. annoying. I mean, the first two. Let's be honest, most of us are that. English and everyone looks good in a suit. People do look devilishly handsome in a suit. Even I do. I, mean, I put on a yeah. tux and I'm like, Dapper. <laughs> I can imagine. Damn. I, work, I work in Moorgate, so you just see suits all the time, and it becomes uh. it becomes a bit generic. But as soon as I put one on, I'm like, ooh, I could be bold. Wow. Yeah. Well, I've always had that dream, but <laughs> I think that's a bit past me now. <laughs> no, you're Bond. Like, like the original Bonds, they're all like in their forties. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when I'm forty, I'll probably still look like this. Um, I'm, I'm with, on, with a snapback and some yeah. trainers. Well, yeah, but I'm also on three months of facial hair growth at the moment. Oh, so three am months, I. So th- am I. Three months, yeah. And as you can see, doing well. Nothing's happened. I mean, I've been trying to grow November since three Novembers ago. <laughs> what still day? not happening. Yeah, still not happening. Well, it's all right. You, your hair will will come in. Don't Has worry. anyone got any tips on how to grow Tweet hair? Tweet me. I'm trying to like. Well, I have to help my boyfriend de hair. 
Jeez. He's oh like, yeah. He's you... one of the hairiest people I've ever ever met. But he he works it. That's the thing. I feel like yeah. if I had hair, I mean my hair and my head's going anyway, which is why I'm wearing a hat. Um, <laughs> but if I had hair in my in my face, I just wouldn't. It wouldn't suit me. I'm, I'm all about that baby face. So you are. Yeah, you're baby face boy. So that's fine. But, that's it. Um, I mean, wow, Charlie Hunnam. I mean, that's humble to say. I look devilishly handsome in a suit. That is really modest. That's very modest of you, Charlie. Um, okay, okay. And also, um, well, there's been a bit of a chit chat about whether or not David Beckham should have acted in a movie because he's a footballer turned. Yeah celebrity icon okay. now turned actor uh, and Guy Ritchie has defended him saying he's a fabulous actor but everyone else who's seen the film has slated him now I haven't seen the film but I know Lucy Patterson our resident film reviewer has seen the film so she's coming in in about 20 minutes and she's going to let us know her opinion okay. and I trust okay, Lucy so she'll, she'll Lucy's, run us through it yeah but um, I mean Bex must have improved because I actually re-watched the other day when him and Victoria were on the Ali G show oh that was good though that was very good, but he wasn't very good at acting. But he wasn't there. that actor, no. yeah. But he was just, you could tell he was like very embarrassed and for nervous. For sure, for sure. But I mean, he's like, he's he's not even, I don't know. David, really? David Beckham? Yeah. Why? Bring back Ali G though. Why would, Jesus, yeah, Ali why. G in a film. He he did Trump interview as well, which is hilarious. Well, uh, back, back in the day. When, oh, did he? Yeah, you've got to check it out. I oh. didn't even see that. Where is the internet? Um, Show me yeah, the internet now. 100%. Wow, Ali G interviewing Trump. The Buzz Aldrin one, when he was like, so Buzz, what was it like to walk on the sun? <laughs> as in, ah, yeah. Yeah, as in the moon. That just got me. That is amazing. Yeah, Ali G was actually, he gave me a lot of uh, inspiration when I'm interviewing sort of celebrities and Okay, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. He gives me, you know, a bit of some ideas to have the balls to just do something wacky or weird or rude. Exactly, yeah. How does that go down most of the time? Sometimes it backfires and sometimes they just, they, they don't, they don't get it or don't they, clock on um, and sometimes they can be really generous and they can help you with being really funny Hugh Jackman okay, was one of the most generous people really in yeah. terms of comedy he could tell that I was trying to do a silly interview and he just played with me and awesome. it was fine um, other people um, like maybe I won't drop names but they didn't play ball <laughs> really jeez and I just looked like twat so <laughs> thanks thanks so, for yeah. that celebrity thanks you, you know no who name you, are. Yeah. you know who you are no name they're definitely listening as well yeah for Bastards. sure for sure um, okay so I I'm, I really want to see this film King Arthur because uh, I do like Guy Ritchie's movies and yeah uh, I'm going to like pretend that well you know David Beckham's in it but I have seen a photo of him in like from the press release and they've like prosthetic his face so it doesn't look okay. quite like David Beckham I think he's got sort of a scar and a fake nose okay so then again what's the point yeah exactly <laughs> it doesn't look like David Beckham well maybe he's just trying to like go into other things now he didn't become a football coach or he didn't need to no. I guess um, and I think maybe he's got that midlife crisis now I know but he literally hasn't got any more skin left to tattoo like yeah you know. he might just be like look midlife crisis let me get get prosthetic nose on Give me a scar and see what goes down. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Maybe he gets a scar in the film. You Do never you know, know what? I, ladies listening out there, are you a fan of the Beckham? Because I honestly do not fancy the guy. He really? Does, he doesn't float my boat. I do. No, I don't. Fan- He's not one of my faves. And uh, my boyfriend does not believe me. He thinks that I'm lying out of my ass. And I'm like, yeah. honestly, honestly, I do not fancy David Beckham. So I think it's a men's... When you're young, when I, when well, when my generation was young, my generation, <laughs> my generation, twenty four. Um, when I was growing up, it was like, oh, David Beckham was this amazing, incredible footballer and really good looking, and he was dating a Spice Girl. Yeah. So we were like, he's 
got he's something. The man. So it's also like for someone like Jube or your boyfriend, he must just be like, look, come on, don't lie to me. No, he just- he's was the like number one footballer in the world at one point he had victoria well, beckham who let's be honest was better than sporty spice and also <laughs> um he's like a millionaire with his kids who are now instagram famous obviously because of their dad but he's just so good he's a, he's yeah. a great guy but saying, none of those things appeal to me uh, i don't like football so i would never want to date a footballer or anything to do with football um money doesn't appeal to me and i mean yeah okay he's got some abs but yeah. have you heard the guy talk? Yeah. What's your thoughts on Vicky? It's a boner killer. Um, Vicky Bex. Vicky Bex. Um, well, apparently, they're not even a couple. Really? Sorry to shatter the dreams. Word but the, the Beckham street. Empire is heard a it business. First. It's a business. Okay. I've heard some insider knowledge. I mean, it's hard. It'd be hard not to, like, you know, when you get into bed... If you're, unless you're sleeping in other rooms, it's like... Oh, be hard not to with Victoria yeah, Beckham. Yeah, like, she's got, she's beautiful. Yeah. She's beautiful. But um, yeah, apparently it's more of a business empire than a relationship. Well. Which is a bit sad. Uh, but, um, you know, at most a lot of couples are actually not real couples on the internet or in FAMO yeah, scenarios. But we, we are. But we are. As we, in, we're not a couple. We're not a couple, but we each have others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're we a couple. Oh, we uh, also this is awkward, yeah. Alex. We're not, uh, we're not together. <laughs> You're like, um, hang on. <laughs> when I invited you on the show, I did not mean... Oh, we, oh. Right, just, I thought that was that, oh, like, oh, the green oh, light. Oh, oh, God, no. No, we both have uh, other arts who, who do things online with us. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, well, that, well sounds, that, yeah. that sounds a bit mm. wrong. <laughs> uh, comedy so things, comedy <laughs> things. Right, moving on. So, Twin Peaks. Um, the first actual scenes from the new Twin Peaks has been uh, launched. Uh, are you excited about Twin Peaks? We did you miss the boat last time? Um, Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks. I'm trying to look through it's, my notes. Nope, I don't know anything about that. Okay, Twin Peaks. <laughs> it used to be this like kind of cult series in the 90s yeah and they've brought it back after like 20 years 25 years and they've refilmed it and well okay. not refilmed it i think it's obviously a sequel series uh, but there is like such a, a cult following uh, behind it and now with the internet as well it's like well, yeah so i think you can watch it on netflix or okay cool definitely somewhere online because i watched it online however um it was a little bit creepy it's about a girl who gets murdered all oh, these geez. things about like death and murder yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff but a girl gets murdered and um, it's like the following the sort of like the, the the police people trying to find in this little town. Okay, there is some mysterious things. They find video footage and things yeah. like that. It's really good, but there are freaky things happen up in Twin Peaks, and um, it, it's not one of those things. It's not like a it's not horror slasher yeah. or really jumpy thriller, but there are some things that just they. I don't want to watch it on my own, basically. Okay, sure. And I was single for too long to watch it on my own, so I need to maybe like. Rope in, rope in the boy or someone and say or does anyone want to come and just come around my house this is just a shout out and watch Twin Peaks with me uh, let me know that's a dangerous move tweet me at Fubar Radio <laughs> um, well I, I would watch it but I've currently got something well my schedule's full until uh, the ne- new Game of Thrones your dancing card's full I'm re- yeah I'm, re- I'm re-watching the whole of Game, oh, Game of, of Thrones from the beginning yeah <gasps> and I'm currently behind schedule by approximately three seasons um, so I'm going to have to keep going until okay. when is it June or July I think it comes out it's so. late isn't it it's really yeah. late uh, do you know that they're writing uh, four Game of Thrones spin-offs really four that was uh, some news for that each we, character that's we dropped that news last like week that. but I'll just in case you missed it I'll re- reiterate can't say that word uh, yeah. they are they have hired like the top writers they've got like Jane Goldman who did like Kick-Ass um, and Kingsman and she's uh, they've each been given I'm assuming they've been given like a strand or a story or a character and they're wow. going to do four spin-offs potentially they've also got the writer for Mad Men the writer for I can't remember off the top of my head but there's like four proper 
absolute yeah yeah oh so, game of yeah, thrones july, july 16th. 16th oh nearly my birthday yeah and mine 21st of july is mine. oh 30th Ooh. 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 You're closer than you would think Let's have a party exactly um no but yeah so actually the the first few seasons of game of thrones reminds me of hunger games for sure so many people are dying every they build you up they make you fall in love with a character and then slash head Ned Stark's chopped down. Everyone else is chopped down. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's July the sixteenth. Tune in. Make sure you watch all the seasons before, otherwise you won't have a goose. What's going on? Yeah, you'll be like, who uh, are these people yeah. in the world of what? Um, I no, I love a Game of Thrones, and I just love the fact that it's a, it's like historical, well, fake historical, but. Yeah, yeah. Like the Seven Kingdoms. If anyone is like, oh, I've never really got into it or whatever. Exactly. It's just brilliant. The characters are gorgeous and it's, yeah. it's fantastic. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm not into s- fiction. Who's your... It's, it's not like, fiction. Yeah, it's not in real life. Who is your favourite character or favourite storyline? Daenerys Targaryen. Okay. Yeah, she's pretty you cool. You know why. Mother of dragons. She's got dragons, number one, which is awesome. Yeah. She's got two great dragons. <laughs> She got and and another dragon. But she got three great dragons. <laughs> she got some great dragon eggs. <laughs> she got some great dragon eggs. She's um, yeah. She's she's great. No, uh, she's definitely the favourite because I'm hoping that she's going to bring her dragons. She's going to bring her two dragons and the other dragon, and then she's going to come over and conquer Westeros. She's definitely unless I got that wrong. Yeah, I, I think so. I think she's she's definitely she ain't going to die. Basically, we no. all know this. Well, she can't. I try. People try burning her. Doesn't she's work. mother of dragons. She's the mother of mother freaking dragons. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I I think I like her as well. Actually, I like her story. I like the fact that she started off so, um, like innocent and princessy, and now she's like queen. Love yeah, it. One night with Carl Drogo. Oh my god, I think he's got to be my favorite suddenly character. You're, yeah, suddenly you're a dragon See, queen. People, you know, uh, David Beckham. Uh, uh-uh. Carl Drogo. Really? Uh-huh. Jeez, that's because he's hairy. He's yeah. I think I've got a type. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see the comparison. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Big hairy bearded guy. Done. Um, Okie dokie. So Downton Abbey star Ooh. Hugh Bonneville is going to play Roald Dahl. They're going to do a Roald Dahl biopic about the best-selling children's author. So I mean, they've done lots of Roald Dahl movies, like the BFG, okay. uh, Matilda. Like Roald Dahl was actually. Probably one of my favourite children's author. What a legend. Like, yeah. oh, I used to love the twits. Did you ever read the twits? Yeah, I did. I think I did. I haven't read much in my life, as you can probably tell, audience. <laughs> but I think the twits was one of them. I, I just love Roald Dahl uh, stuff, but I don't actually know anything about the actual Roald Dahl. And apparently, you don't even... We, we've been saying his name wrong for, like, what is it? 50 Roald, years. Roald, Roald, Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl. We say Roald Dahl, but apparently the Roald Dahl's granddaughter said by the way everyone's saying it wrong it's actually Rael doll or something I don't know <laughs> yeah. I uh, love those words where people always get it wrong well, what, like you know those videos where you see people actually pronouncing things how they look yeah oh, like I the Irish that. ones I actually have a story about calling someone Cioban okay go on yeah well no it was just in a client meeting I went into in my in my actual day to day job and met somebody and I was like lovely to meet you Cioban I'm Alex and they were like it's it's Siobhan I was like Mm, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, are you sure that that is your name? Yeah, I've recently, I think I saw, maybe was it on Unilad or something? It was Potentially. A, a guy uh, going through all the Irish names, if you said them, how yeah. they're written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was amazing because it, like, it was like, yeah. Yeah, Siob- like Siobhan and all the others. Or I like, can't yeah, remember. like very normal names, like Ian. It'd be, it'd be yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like spelled like Ian. <laughs> if anyone has any like, 
weirdly spelt names, then uh, tweet us at Fubar Radio. We will shout you out. We're going to try and pronounce your name yeah, on the radio. Yes, please do. Or that. Uh, email in chill at foobarradio.com. Because I have a bit of a name that people can't really pronounce. So it's Johanna, um, like J A. Hannah, Johanna. Yeah. But people read it and they're like, Johanna, Johan, <laughs> are you Swedish? Like, um, it's weird. People, people are scared to say my name, and I can tell they're like, "Hi, you're the girl." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Go on, just say it, Johanna." Uh, even my own family, like my brother, can't be bothered. He calls me Jan. Really? Which is Johanna, 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 Jan. It's like Jeez, literally it's like the, broken it down. It's the most like laziest way you can yeah. ever say my name is Jan or Jana. I've got a name that people struggle to call like struggle to say my name's Alex Hoban but um, for some reason everyone calls me Joe Tasker yes okay this actually happened yesterday I went out and filmed with another uh, online comedian called Joe Tasker but you guys look absolutely the freaking same you're like twins I request a DNA test I think because this think isn't you're the missing first a bro time. you're missing an yeah. actual brother people like the bigger pages on, on Facebook when they post videos of either of ours and they always tag the wrong person in. Or there's just hundreds of comments like, oh, that's not Alex Hoban, that's actually Joe Tasker's video. So if you could please credit the right person, person. that'd be great. Copyright reports, copyright reports. I'm like, no, it's actually me. It's actually the Same you. vice versa. But I can't believe that that happened because no one's ever recognised me. They've always recognised me yeah. as Joe. So they're like, oh, hello, Joe. And I'm like... Hello, or whatever. <laughs> I always, Northern. Yeah. So I do his Northern accent to them and try and play it off. But um, this one time, they thought I was with you. Yeah. So great. me and me and uh, Joe were out filming in London yesterday in Leicester Square, top location for anyone doing yeah. a viral video. And uh, we got a couple of fans came up for pictures. And then this morning, Alex texted me because the picture of me and Joe was actually tagged me and you. Yeah, exactly. So, it was tagged Johanna and Alex when I was hundreds of miles away. We, yeah. This is uh, we, but yeah. You know, do you know what? This is a good thing because in the future if you guys ever need like a stand-in yeah, or a body exactly. double or like when you get really famous and you need someone to like you know you can you guys can like confuse paparazzi and stuff exactly i mean he is like me but better looking younger uh, and more unique because he's got this little eye thing that he's got going on he's got so a little... i'm i will struggle there with my double chin and my receding hairline he's just got <laughs> he's got a lock locks of hair he got a lot of hair that guy. chisel jawline <laughs> I'm like, hello. Um, and people know. Like, I, Everyone's like, you're the son of Mr. Bean. I'm like, well, thank you very much. He's a great comedian, but he's also very ugly. Um, so. Oh, do you remember earlier in the show when we were talking about The Rock being president? Yeah, what's going on? Right, so we've just put out, we actually put out a Twitter poll. And we've said um, 64% would like The Rock, 36% would like yes. Kanye. Yes, suck it, Kanye. But a bit worrying that like quite more people than I thought Yeah, would like... I mean, I've heard that Kanye's actually in the mountains at the moment recording his new mixtape. Um, sure he is. Something like that. Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's doing something in the mountains and everyone's wondering what it is. Right, okay, we've had a tweet in so from Maria... Armedio, uh, who says, up, I voted The Rock, but I would also like to say Kanye would be preferred over the twat in the office right now. Yes. Uh, couldn't have put it better myself, Maria. Yes. Well, well, yeah, well done. exactly. You tell her. I mean, Kanye him. would be better, but it would be weird. I think it would be like the national anthem would be all like trap music and stuff. Yeah. National anthem, everyone stands up, hands on chest, move it, make it on the red, pass it, America is so great. Brilliant. Right, yeah, okay, so keep going over to our Twitter at Fubar Radio if you want to get involved in that poll. It's still open. Let us know The Rock or Kanye West for President 2020. To be fair, just anyone, anyone but 
the Trumpster would be good right now. Um, talking of like remixes and music and stuff, I've been looking online and trying to find remixes, some cool remixes of either um, TV show theme tunes or old school things. So, you know, Singing yeah. in the Rain, one of the most classic movie songs ever. Yeah. And I found a cool remix to it, so I thought I'd play it Let's right go. now. Back row and chill. Fubar Radio presents... The Hannah Witten Show. The way that this game works is that Abby has got a list of sex positions and then we have to basically guess if it's real or not precipice well if you can't spell it it's real what's happening that's definitely real do you want to try to describe that boobs in the air (laughs) (laughs) the thing you have to be careful about this is that this looks like a position where the penis could quite easily fall out and it could be not just vaginal any holes are gold (laughs) am I right lads 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 every Wednesday from 6pm Fubar Radio Fubar Radio well I really want to I love Hannah Wynn yeah I really want to I love Hannah that wasn't a sentence but I think I was I really want to listen to Hannah Witten oh is she on this radio station <laughs> she is that was that was that was just her show there. oh jeez yeah listening. sounded well, I heard parts <laughs> and I was a bit like oh that's a bit risque Hannah Witten she's a YouTuber and she has this amazing okay. uh, really frank honest YouTube channel yeah um, and I have watched a couple of her stuff online and it's brilliant really um, so check it out I recommend uh, right so uh, me and Alex we're gonna go Facebook live very very soon mm. um, um, I've prepared a a truth, uh, truth not truth or dare, because we're not doing any dares, but they're truth questions. I'm going to put, Alex and, and me, we're going to be gone, go through a lie detector, and I've got a polygraph machine, a very expensive it piece of equipment. Not, that is not what it is. Uh, which is also electrocutes you if you if you lie. Yeah. So it's an electrocution. It's yes. <laughs> machine, which I'm not. I don't even know what these questions are going to be. Slash, I haven't actually prepared any for you, so I'm hoping. Okay. That I will find my. I'm not going to lie. Um, innovation. I am really scared of even now. Just thinking about electricity, my palms are sweaty. I'm, really. I'm really scared of electricity. Okay. <laughs> um, is this why you didn't? Is this why you didn't get me to do any questions? Is this okay. So you can punish Ooh, me. Oh, we're Facebook Live. We're Facebook hey, Live. So hey. What's up? I will. Um, Go to, uh, if you're listening, go to Facebook uh, at Johanna James. Hi. And we are going to be doing a lie detector test with Alex Hoban. Oh, Oh, it's just come in. Here it is. Okay, are you ready? What is this? This is apparently the... uh the the polygraph machine when it just looks like a button have you got a button that you're going to press and just keep electrocuting me or no something? no I don't control it we're, we're just going to work this out as we go along um, if you want me to electrocute Alex uh, keep liking on the Facebook page no that so is not how it's going I've down. got my questions <laughs> Alex place your hand okay. on the machine um, for me please I've got my questions and we're going to start the countdown no this is the, I'm not happy about this at all Ready. Uh, producer Abby is trying to. <laughs> she's trying to get me to put my hand in this thing. Uh, okay. 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 It's right hand. It's right hand. It's right hand. Oh, this is my. This is my strong hand as well. Okay. Ready. Okay. Oh, Alex give is, me some slack, Abby. Come on. He's being prepared to be okay, electrocuted. Okay. Oh, you shouldn't. Oh, oh, oh. So what have I got to press now? Okay. First question. Are we ready? Uh, do you pick your nose? And eat it. No. Oh! My, what is that? No. Look, so it didn't electrocute me, but Abby, you're sketching me out right now. What are you pressing on this? What are you pressing on this? This is. I'm not pressing anything. I need to make it happen. Okay. So. Okay. We'll do another question. That was a warm up. That was. Well, a you warm-up. need to make it electric. Okay. Here we go. Wait. Okay. No. No. 
You do not pick your nose and eat it. I don't. It'll do it on the next one. Okay. What do you mean? It's going to electrocute me on the next one. Yeah. Well, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> Basically, I don't get this bit, but I get the next bit. So pop your hand on. There we go. Ask a question. Oh, this is... <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> okay. Have you ever worn the same underwear for two days in a row? Yes. Oh, my God. These sounds are intense. <laughs> I said what? yes. Just put your hand down. I'm I'm scared for him. I'm pushing my hand down. Okay, okay. I think you passed that one. I think it's my turn. Oh, thank it's God. It's my turn. I'm sweating. Okay. <laughs> I'm sweating so hard. You need to hold your hand down. Okay, here we go. Right, all the way there. Okay. Oh! Ah! This is not fun. I answered truth. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is some absolute. Mm, there shit. are the questions, and you, I'm gonna do it now. I'm gonna <sighs> do it. Oh man! Oh, oh, oh. Sorry for throwing that on the floor, producer. Okay. That, okay. Uh, Abby. Ready? Should I reset it? Yeah. Well, you definitely got to reset it. I'm, yeah. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you, Facebook Live, and for you by radio. This just feels. This feels rigged. I mean, this machine cannot tell me whether or not I've worn my boxers twice in a row, which I definitely have. I'm sweating so much. Okay, Johanna. Oh, I'm shaking. So, okay. here we go. Have you ever blamed a fart on someone else? Yes. Start the machine. Yes, I have. Start the machine. Say yes, Larry. Don't hold my hand down, Abby. <laughs> yes. She said yes, machine. Zappa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, wasn't that bad? I think I'm. Ooh. Are you kidding? Yours wasn't that bad. Oh. I felt like I'd been blown into the upside down <laughs> on Stranger Things. Okay. This is. Okay, this game. This is. This I'm going to put out this game is not truth. But anyway, I'm on the radio. I've got to I do should, it again. I definitely need to, to play this some more. This is a fun pub game. Okay, let's do Okay, it. last question. Don't, no, Abby, Abby, it's fine. You go. Abby, Abby, continue with your day. <laughs> Thank you. I'm in charge of this. Last question. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever been attracted to a member of your family? Oh, no. You're lying! What? <laughs> this... Oh, that is absolute madness. Firstly, the only member of my family that's female is my mother. Oh, so that's wrong. So unless you're going for a Freudian... Um, approach then that's <laughs> not true and then also um, I was in Iceland recently and they have an app actually it's a yeah. true story okay. that tells you how far back you're related to the girl you meet on the night out because everyone in Iceland oh, is, is related yeah so there's only 300,000 people in Iceland so instead of Tinder you have whatever this app is called where you how be much like, are we related at? hey um, can I buy you a drink yes uh, well let's just check on this app to make sure we're five generations Non-related, yeah. We don't want to... So, how mad's no. that? Anyone from Iceland, shout out. Yeah. It's a wicked country. Um, okay. Anyway, over to you. Last go. One more, one more. Okay. My hand is still bad. Look at this. Okay, I think we've done all the all the questions, so maybe you have to think of one off the top of your head. Okay. Think of a think of one off the top of your head. Okay. Ooh, okay, one more. We are playing, if you've just joined us on the radio or on Facebook Live, we are doing Truth or Dare with an electricity machine. I'm going about to be electrocuted. What do I do? Press start, yeah? Yeah. So you put your hand in. You, oh, you press reset. Start. Oh, I press reset. Okay. Ooh. You okay. gotta press start. Hold down start. 
Here we go. Oh, f- okay. Fucking so, hell, fucking hell, fucking hell. Have you ever <laughs> dropped something on the floor for longer than ten seconds and eaten it? I've got to press start again. Hold on. Yeah. Um, have I dropped have something you, on the yeah, floor? Have you? Yeah, for sure. Not I've done observed that. the ten-second rule. Okay. I've well, done that. I don't believe you, and this isn't gonna. <laughs> what? I really. Okay, I've got. Yeah, my... It's a truth. It's the truth. Oh man, this machine. This machine can't make up his mind. Okay, Let's... hand down. Firmly. I'm too scared. Firmly, I'm shaking. <laughs> She's so I scared don't right now. Do it. Look. I <laughs> Jesus. Abby, get this machine out of here. Right, that's enough. Let's go to a song. Let's go to a song. Please press like. We just electrocuted yeah, ourselves please. live on that Facebook. Is Don't buy one of these. Oh my I'm goodness. I'm not giving me. you any branding. Oh Shock live. Reloaded. <laughs> Back row and chill. Back row and chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on Fubar Radio. Getting a little bit smoother with those yeah, joints. Was, those are the jams. MC peanut butter ice cream. Is that it? No, oh yeah, that's you. <laughs> that was you. MC mine. bolognese. Bolognese. <laughs> well, earlier, Lucy, welcome, welcome to the show. Hi. Uh, we were talking about what your like DJ name would be, and apparently it's MC and the last thing you ate. So what's yours, Lucy? God, what was the last thing? thing you ate? So his was bolognese. Oh, whisper gold. Oh, oh that is, MC that's, whisper that's gold. Fire. Yeah. That is fire. That that's a brilliant MC one. Whisper I'm okay gold. With this. Special. <laughs> Lovely. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm MC Peanut Butter Ice Cream. <laughs> that's really, that's pretty really good as well, good to be honest. Yeah. Me. I mean, mine is just awful. Can you just mean like special bolognese on the beats, <laughs> fire in the booth, <laughs> chili bolognese yeah. inside the place, yeah. add the cheese. <laughs> I go. I go to a DJ night. With DJ Bolognese. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Cheese night. <laughs> Cheese night. Right. Yeah. Um, so welcome, welcome. Lucy is our resident film reviewer, and and this is the part of the show where we talk, chat about things we've seen, what's coming up, and warn you guys whether something is a big hit or a big miss. Or a big shitter. We don't like those. Yeah, don't want big shits. <laughs> Avoid the turd. Yeah. Basically. Um, so what have people been watching this week that they can either like talk about or you know slate or yeah. rate? I guess. I'm very, very, very excited about the one thing that I want to talk about this week. Okay. Um, I went and saw King Arthur on oh, Wednesday. How good is it? Oh, my God. It's so, so good. Um, obviously, for people that don't know, this is Guy Ritchie's new film, um, starring Charlie Hunnam, uh, Jude Law, Jaiman Honsu, loads and loads of different people. Basically, everybody that ever came into contact with Guy Ritchie is mm. in the film, which is lovely. Um, and it's the origin story of King Arthur, you know, the whole sword in the stone dealio. Yeah. Um, but obviously it's reimagined because it's Guy Ritchie. Mm. Um, and I was slightly concerned, I must admit, because I was thinking, how the hell is Guy Ritchie, with his signature way of making and writing films, going to translate to that sort of time yeah, period? Yeah, exactly. yeah, like Robin Hood style and stuff. And at yeah. first I was watching it, I was like, oh no, this is really weird. But within minutes, I was absolutely enthralled by it. And it is just brilliant. It is absolutely amazing in every single way. There were a couple of things that I was cringing at, but I just don't care. You know, yeah. and I, I read reviews after I watched it because I don't like good. to sully my good opinion girl. with other people's bullshit. So That's good. I make my own opinion and then, I, and then I, you know, read everybody else's. And Variety and Rolling Stone were just ripping it to shreds. And I just thought, you miserable bastards. Did you actually watch the same film that yeah, I watched? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's so much fun and it, it's made beautifully. It's visually amazing. The acting is obviously brilliant. Jude Law is the most evil bastard ever and Who he's does he so play? good at it he plays um, the the king's brother okay because um, obviously 
we he doesn't Charlie Hunnam doesn't know he's King Arthur. Oh, that's the whole origin okay. story with the sword in the yeah, stone and yeah. things like that. But Jude Law is the current king, basically his uncle. And he's so evil and so good at it, you know, because in recent years he's just been you know, we've seen him in the holiday and, mm. and tutti frutti little things where he's being lovely or, you know, some kind of hero. But yeah, this but is just a complete bastard. He can he's be a just dick. So good at it. So good at it. Charlie Hallam's accent obviously was ropey, but to be <laughs> fair, the poor man doesn't even know his own accent. Is yeah, now. but what is Charlie Hallam's accent? He was born in Newcastle, raised a bit further down south, but when you spend seven or eight years on a TV show, yeah. Yeah. putting on that dodgy American accent I'm so sorry Charlie yeah <laughs> so it, he's a bit know. here there and it, all over it's terrible but then yeah. everybody uses their own accent in it. so it just, it just doesn't matter the action sequences are brilliant the score is, is quite experimental and, okay. and eclectic and okay. you know some of it you think that doesn't really belong there but then once you get into it it just it just deeper. brings it home yeah. you know it's just, and awesome. the CGI is brilliant and I just can't go on about this enough I've written a massive blog post about it so you know Go onto um, Twitter, find my blog, and go and read it, and you will want to see it. Yeah, for sure. And what's what's your Twitter handle so people can find your blogs? It's, it's very good. Popcorn and PM. Popcorn and PM. Oh, when I read that, I think popcorn and PMS, and I'm like, that's mine! <laughs> <laughs> what is that, PM? Pick a mix. Oh, pick yeah. a mix. Yeah. Oh. Now you've just ruined it by saying popcorn and PMS. Yeah. That literally is my life. Shout out to Yellow Belly yeah. Jelly Snakes. Excellent. <laughs> but PMS, 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 oh wait, pick a mix, there we go. Yeah. Uh, I got vomiting virus from pick a mix no once. No way. It's obviously because those people not. just put their hands in. Yeah, because people putting their hands in and stuff. Oh, no. I worked in a cinema for one night as um, as an actor on Halloween, yeah. dressed up as a vampire, and we, we were supposed to jump out and scare the shit out of people. Excellent. Um, which was a very fun job. And yeah. at the end they were like, just take what you want from pick a mix. So obviously <laughs> I went in. Yeah, you went in. I hard. went in hard, and then I went to a about like it, it takes a couple of hours for it to set in yeah, sure. vomiting virus. So then I went to a house party, and I literally was like. 10 minutes at the house party went upstairs everything was coming out of no. everywhere oh, I, I like came down the stairs vomited all in the hallway oh, and everyone was like she's wasted and I was like no <laughs> I, really not I haven't even had a drink minutes. I've been working and have oh, a pick no. a mix coming out oh, no. just as a vampire at the I cinema <laughs> <laughs> with the pick a mix you know the pick a mix and the cinema and the vampire thing that's it and I looked um, it was like she's still wasted I was yeah. definitely drunk I was like a zombie vampire so it, obviously it worse. I I looked like shit and then I was vomiting oh, no. as well so people thought it was all part they were like, one guy came and laughed at me and we thought it was like part of my costume I was like hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the floor like <laughs> like no it's <to> help me <laughs> don't cry wolf now because if you were sick then I wouldn't call them exactly and, and you're like, I am. I'm like I'm going to shit myself you <laughs> need to get me out of it oh well, I'm never having so, um, again. Yeah, so that, uh, now <laughs> I'm a little bit with that in my mind when I go to the cinema I'm like you know what I'll just buy a bag from Sainsbury's yeah. I'll just have it's my <laughs> you know, living, living. Oh, if that's a YOLO, yeah, yeah. YOLO. YOLO. But apparently, YOLO. Just to veer off for a second, yeah. it was actually supposed to be the opposite of you know people like do something crazy and they go yeah well you only live once YOLO it's supposed to be the opposite it's like yeah well you only live once so be careful. Oh really? All right. Well, it should be it, it should be YOLO. <laughs> drive safely. Yeah, that's the complete. Not like YOLO. No, that's stupid. To your last effort which was scare yourself do something yeah so you can't but you, you can just scare yourself circle. in a safe environment no. <laughs> you can do that Doesn't, you can well i mean that wasn't safe producer no. abby i know i'm gonna be honest with you, you i did not sign any disclaimer i think i think we we've probably like yeah the health and safety regulations yeah. i'm yeah. not gonna if like you're the listening fact, government yeah. 
<laughs> the government. The government of the radio. Yeah, the all-watching eye. <laughs> right, so, okay, I'm going to go and see King Off. That's on yes, my... Yes, do. Everybody my go and see it. The only thing I have to ask about is because I've heard loads of people being like, David Beckham. I refuse to talk about it. And no. I even said, the last line of my blog is like, David Beckham is a football player, not an actor, leave him alone. Yeah. yeah. You know, it wasn't, uh, to be fair, to be honest, I was cringing so much I didn't look at it. I didn't watch him. I listened to him, but I had my phone in front of my face because I could not look really? at him. But why is he, why was he in the film, film then? Well, Guy Ritchie just puts his mates in films, doesn't he? That's just well, what he does. Okay, yeah. so could you could you recognise him? Like, was it completely obvious? You could. And my, um, I went with my housemate and he, like he always does, he's an incessant tapper. He taps me and whispers things in my ear while watching films. Oh, and I nice. knew what he was going to say. And I was like, how do you not know? That David Beckham is in it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he was really, really shocked. And I was like, he's been everywhere, all over the internet. Everyone's been slagging it off, you know. And you could, even though he did have, you know, really dodgy makeup on and like proper brown teeth, you could see it was him and you could hear it was him as yeah, well. For sure. And it was quite aggressive what he did. Like the lines he was given to deliver were quite. Um, Game of Thronesy. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was quite well, threatening, you know. And yeah. it was like, oh, he's so sweet. Like, it really doesn't seem his, right. Yeah, his voice is just not yeah. right. Is it? Mm. But it was over within about 30 seconds, and I was quite pleased about that. Okay. <laughs> so um, I saw, um, well, I, I caught up with a movie um, that came out ages ago, but I watched Split. Okay, oh, what did cool. you think? Yeah, which I really liked. Um, and I didn't realise it was made on such a low budget. It was made on £9 million, yeah. which is for Hollywood mm. is like yeah. not, not a lot. Um, and so, yeah, that was just... And so, but it made back something like £250 million. I'm not Jesus, surprised. Jesus, what so an investment. They, yeah. Yes, they paid out nine, got back like Bloody 245. Yeah. It's crazy. Somebody's having a good night out. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and so they said that the next split two mm-hmm. is going to be uh, like a lot bigger budget and they're going to really go to town. And Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis have yeah. signed on, so it's going to be a big awesome. old... It's like a crossover type thing. Yeah, because if you haven't seen the movie, <laughs> a split is actually a surprise sequel to the movie Unbreakable okay. from years and years ago um, and I really enjoyed it so the premise of Split is a guy who no three girls who get kidnapped by this guy who has split personality disorder and he has 23 different mm. persons Jeez. living yeah. inside yeah. one body um, and well and there might be a 24th that's what the film's about imagine, yeah. imagine that playing a role well, he yeah. was amazing. Yeah. He was amazing. No, wasn't he it? was absolutely incredible. Every single character, I fully believe, I was just watching him just be, yeah. and I was just like, "You there, are there everything." Was a, there was a point as well where he, he was talking to his therapist, and he goes from the nice sort of semi-normal one to the real evil bastard and all he does is slightly change his facial expression yeah. he doesn't move no, he just does something yeah. with James you McAvoy can, is a revelation you can yeah. tell yeah. he's a different character absolutely amazing he's really? so good it's a character pretending to be another character yeah. It, it, a bit of a mindfuck this yeah, one but, really you can, but you can tell and anyway um, so he was up for a, an MTV like a movie award and um, he didn't win it and Emma Watson won um, okay, we need was to talk that about that yeah. one? Uh, Emma Watson won over James McAvoy in Split and I'm like where is the flipping Oscar yeah. where is the Oscar he's brilliant exactly he, he I don't made even that have movie. 23 words in my vocabulary let alone 23 <laughs> words <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he was just brilliant and um, mm. I really like the story and like the subplot and the the the, the, the whole backstory story to the main girl yeah. 
was really, really good, good. A bit of sort of, yeah um, quite really dark but brilliant so I really, I, I completely missed the boat when that came out in the cinema and I watched it and that was great yeah. Yeah. Um, but maybe we'd watch it with someone because I was watching it with two friends and we all jumped on the sofa like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quite jumping I think yeah. I actually went to the cinema on my own for that one as usual brave girl I did shit myself I must say. it was, it was creepy. that's why you're on your own yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows that's what yeah. happens I, I've got two I've got this one and I've got this one <laughs> these are my two personalities this one is when you accidentally turn the front camera on <laughs> <laughs> and then this one is when I see a girl in the street trying to get that jawline yeah. you know what I mean you're right it's like, you're like how you doing girl you're cool what are you saying then she sees me on a bus later and I'm like gotta keep that double chin away fellas you know what I'm saying I, I've, I've actually like photoshopped a double chin out of a really yeah, no way how'd you do that I learned how to Photoshop. Oh, photoshopped oh, my jaw. Anyone wants to give me a workshop, hit me up. I photoshopped my jaw different. Uh, this was in the days before automatic filters. Now it does it all for oh, you. Yeah. But back in the day, I had to Photoshop all oh my, my profile God. pictures. What is this? Effect. I've never heard of any of these things. What? I'm just always there with a double chin. No, you've got to get on get the Snapchat, the get the filters. and filters. Android filters now yeah. are like iPhone need to step up because Android filters are yeah Um, oh one thing that I watched on Netflix which um, I've been waiting for for a while because it was caused a bit of controversy was Casting John Bonet which uh, is a documentary well I didn't really get what the concept was it was very weird until I started watching it I was like eh I was like what is this Um, so it's a documentary film about uh, the whole awful um, murder of, of John Bonet Ramsey in 1996, which is weird because she, I remember this because she was the same age as me. Really? Yeah. And I remember I was six years old, and my mum and I remember watching the news, and my mum saying, "Oh, this little girl's been. She was a yeah. beautiful beauty pageant um, princess. Gorgeous little girl. Um, she was in the toddler pageants, and somebody uh, killed her." And um, it, there was so so much dodgy stuff went on mm. around. Yeah, uh, it just they said, was it the parents? Was it the mum? Was it the dad? Mm. Was it the brother? So they've made this Netflix very controversial, and they've done it in a bit of a weird way. So they've they got amateur actors. They did a casting call in her hometown, mm. and they got amateur actors to come forward and wow. play the roles yeah. of the family and the police officer Jesus. and it's played by and you see the auditions of these amateur actors and some of them are like oh my god and yeah, some yeah. of them are brilliant you're yeah. like okay you 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 know x factor mm. um and then there's but they're talking about how personally maybe they were affected because they're from the hometown yeah. um but then they got like they were saying oh, oh there was no way that uh, they thought maybe the brother might have because the girl died from um head wounds Wow. Um, they found her in the basement in the of the basement house. In the basement of the house. They? And there was a three-page ransom note. Jesus. Yeah. She died from head wounds, but there was also um, signs of other sexual abuse and things. Um, they thought, oh, maybe it was the brother, but the brother was about nine or something. Mm, and they said, oh, he, couldn't, he wouldn't have had the strength. No. But in, in the video, they audition the boys and they give, them, they give them a torch and a watermelon. And they say, can you? And they, these, some of the boys destroy the yeah. watermelon. So you're like, you know what? Nine-year-old boys. Yeah. Probably could have done that. Probably could harm someone yeah. if they actually that tried. That is madness. Mm. Don't disappear. So check it out. It's a weird one. Um, you know, it's not... It's just an interesting. It's not for one. everybody, but it is interesting. Yeah, it does and what you think. if you didn't know the story of John Bonnet Ramsey, because there are so many things that went wrong, mm. um, uh, and uh, p- people say, total bodge job. Yeah, really? all the police people were walking in and out of the crime scene, so Jeez. all of the evidence mm. couldn't be used. Going, yeah, yeah. So no one's ever really solved it. No. It's one of those. It's one of those mystery murders. Um, poor little girl, and she's absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful girl. She was this yeah. like perfection little Barbie girl. Mm. Wow. Um, Blonde ringlets. A lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm. that was my Netflix watch for the week. Um, have you been watching anything, Alex? Um, 
as I said, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. Um, I obviously finished Broadchurch a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, that was good. Did that one. That was good. Um, but not in terms of any of this contemporary stuff that you're talking about. I'm kind of lost in this conversation. I think it's because we have to watch something yeah, <laughs> yeah we've got to go gonna, into the I'm dips, start watching you know? stuff yeah one thing um, oh yeah I did watch and I was going to play for you guys was um, Alien Covenant which I believe is out today oh okay uh, which yep. was actually really super good um, really? because I didn't like Prometheus and I'm not yeah neither did no, I actually I've, 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 I've like semi watched some of the Alien like I know like the standard scenes and whatever yeah, yeah. Um, but I haven't really totally watched it and then but this one I went along to review because I was going to interview some of the actors from it and it was just really really good and okay, I found cool. myself I went into the, the cinema like super sleepy and it woke me up lovely and it was good it was filmed beautifully and yeah. there was um, lots of just really good acting and um, Danny McBride who I love he's part of the whole like Jonah Hill Seth Rogen so yeah. jealous yeah. got to meet him I did get to meet him uh, but, uh, yeah kind of fangirl a little bit over here yeah I think I um, <laughs> he he it's his first like well that I've seen like serious yeah, acting yeah. role and he's not funny in it. And really? He's just really good. He's really good at acting. <laughs> yeah. Ridley Scott just creates his crazy world, though, doesn't, doesn't he? Right? For sure. Amazing. Yeah. And th- I was looking at the main girl in it and looking at her face through the whole thing like, I know you. I know your face. What have you been in? She's the main girl uh, with brown hair in uh, Fantastic Beasts, the Harry okay. Potter revival. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh, you're getting around, girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well done. Um, which is really... And she's like 37 or something. Yeah. So I was like, whoop, there's hope for us. Yep actresses that yeah. are not 19 <laughs> this is brilliant I'll tell you what I did see Look, it just came to me then. I knew there was something I saw King Kong the Ooh, new one Kong Skull Island because I haven't watched it um, I, I liked it it, it yeah. was exactly what you expect oh well that's from a, King Kong, what from a King Kong yeah. movie it yeah. was just yeah. like an epic um, giant the one thing panda. I liked no. about it was um, that he stood up like a man yeah so Kong hmm. Kong walked like that rather than you know, yeah. like that yeah. um, which was weird but um, no it was brilliant and like the, the size of it obviously with the, the really good graphics the same people that did Godzilla yeah and I thought it was good it was set in the 70s so yeah, that, that it, could, it, insane. it completely um, immediately it's like oh this is Ireland that wow. we haven't found yet because it's the 70s and yeah. we don't have drones so it's fine and it has Makes the sense. wonderful beautiful oh Brie Larson no the no. man Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Brie Larson is beautiful. Brie Larson is oh, Tom, Tom Hiddleston. That's the guy. This guy, Love he him. can play any role. Yeah. Literally yeah. any role. And he's a machine in this Low one. Low-key, Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally. Yeah, he, could. he could definitely play Bond, mm. please. Um, mm. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston was a super... Yeah, but yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good, um, you know, it's a good popcorn movie. Friday night, definitely watch Cold. I think now yeah. I've just gone past that point because it's not in the cinema anymore. No. Or I, is it? Because p- things are really hanging around lately. Yeah. yeah. Nothing else has come out. I know, it's in. been really bad. Um, but Alien is coming out and I do recommend... That would be probably my top one for the moment. And I've got the little trailer to play for you guys Love now. Uh, because it's, yeah, it's really, really good film. So here we go. You've all sat sacrifice so much to be here and be a part of this thing we're doing this crew is made up of couples it's the first ever large-scale colonization mission and everyone back on earth is really grateful for your hard work and your courage we're making history here this is weird What are the odds of finding human vegetation this far from Earth? Who planted it? You hear that? What? Nothing. No birds. No animals. Nothing. What happened here? 
Hannah James on Fubar Radio. So. Yeah, that is Wham Bam by Silver, which was from Guardians Wham of the Galaxy. Bam, thank you, ma'am. Wham Bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, I'm loving it. I, first, when I listened to the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 soundtrack, I went, oh, it's not quite the same as the first one. No, it's not. But now I've had it yeah. on repeat. I'm like... You have to sort of let yourself go yeah. and, you know, forget the first one a little bit because it's so, so good. So good. Yeah. And let the second one in. Mm. I need to try. Yeah. I, I'm going to go and try and see it tonight, I think. Try yeah. see it in IMAX if yeah. you can. It just makes it what, so Waterloo? much better. Is that where Anywhere the IMAX is? IMAX. Oh, there's various. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't, yeah. I don't, yeah, when you say yeah. IMAX, I just think Waterloo. Oh, no, I'll go yeah. to Basildon. <laughs> oh, Basildon. <laughs> so if Basildon's got one, then you're Brilliant. fine. Um, right, so just doing a little bit more uh, film reviews. Um, so we've got, um, well, it's not a film, actually. It's a TV series. I thought, you know what, I'm going to explore the interface of... Uh, Amazon Prime yes. because I, I tend to go to Netflix so I was like no let's mm-hmm. just give let's give everyone Prime a give it a go yeah and I found a show called Black Sales which was really cool and I've just did the first episode and I actually didn't get all the way through the first episode not because it was bad but because I was so tired yeah. and I was reviewing other things as well but I'm going to keep going because it was really cool and it's like a Pirates of the Caribbean Lovely. style um, drama like money's in it it's Excellent. really good you know, awesome. when you, you know when you do historical and yeah. it's a bit there was a Netflix yeah, recently yeah. that oh, oh, they just didn't have the budget Aquaman in it yeah, yeah. Jason Momoa <laughs> and they didn't have Carl Drogo basically yeah. and they, they didn't have the budget and it just didn't work yeah. um, so this is like really good budget and yeah. it opens on a big um, boat fight which you love and the main guy in it he reminds me of um he, um Heath Ledger? Yeah. He's, oh, really? he's, okay, wow. he's got like a Heath Ledgery kind of Who is vibe. It? Can you remember what his name I is? I cannot remember the name, but he's he's gorgeous. He's nice to watch. And, um, Lovely. And yeah, that. he's got like a Heath Ledger, <laughs> a young Heath Ledger element to him. Um, and yeah, if you like a bit of pirate and stuff, head over to Amazon Prime, Black Sails. Nice. Or I f- American I feel Comics. like Amazon Prime missed a trick with Transformers. They should have they should have brought the yeah, rights they, to it in the beginning yeah. and they called really Optimus should. Amazon. Amazon Prime. Yeah. They really should. Dem- oh, man. That's. Would have been. Yeah. I mean, copyright. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Factoid yeah. of the week that I found. So, this is, uh, well, I hope this is true. You never can, t- can trust the internet. No. But apparently, the CEO of Netflix yeah. offered a partnership at, when they were like beginning Netflix. Yeah. They offered a partnership to the CEO of Blockbuster. Oh, wow. And apparently, he laughed in his face. Yeah. Well, you would, oh, wouldn't you? Yeah. Gutted, Blockbuster and man. so he said, you know, Shut we've up. got this thing where we thought people can watch movies at home yeah. and then they prepare a subscription they were like no no we've got our VHS Um, so now that guy must be crying every night into a bottle of wine I can see why he did it he'd be like well to be honest uh, why would I go with you and I've got my own thing here when you're probably going to put everyone yeah yeah, put us out of business which they did in the end yeah exactly Um, but if they were in partnership then that probably wouldn't happen yeah he could have silly silly man money and Netflix they turn over something like 2 billion a year madness it always happens though like same same happens with Snapchat if any the, the sort of moral of the story is if somebody offers you a partnership in a business Something. try just and jump take in. it yeah. Yeah. just put five rings <laughs> yeah, exactly. so oh competition time so last week we Ooh. had this huge uh, movie package to win from Sleepless the movie the new movie with Jamie Foxx also a good movie um, and we have found our Winner, and it congrats to it's a diamond 1987 and uh, Gregio <laughs> underscore UK from Twitter. You have won the merch pack each, so we're going to send that out to you. Awesome, well and done, you. Well what, done. What, what's the pack? Is it like a bed or something? No, you <laughs> win a bundle prize, including like a t shirt, sunglasses, nice. key ring. Okay. It was quite cool. And we've got another competition that we're going to kick off right now. Uh, if for your chance to win a DVD of La La Land, cool. Oh, nice. Head over to Fubar Radio's Twitter and just make sure you give us a follow and just read 
retweet the image that we are posting right now and we've got five to give away so get involved can I have one yeah can I yeah, have one please. oh they said no how funny with the uh, damn it I've got a renter like everyone else with, with <laughs> people's emails when it's like dirtyangel69 at hotmail.com oh, yeah. they're like you need to get a gmail account let's be honest like for sure yeah it's one of those things it's always everyone's like, got an embarrassing yeah, email on the CV one, it's like my yeah. name's Barbara 39 <laughs> and then it's like in the top corner like dirtyangel69 yeah. it's like okay Barbara come on okay, do you want to know my, I think the, the, the account's gone now so I can say but my first ever email address which I yeah. had for years beyond it was flyingfishfrog <laughs> hotmail.com really I admit I invented this like animal I was doodling one day and I was like it's a flying fish frog with like wings and legs and it was oh how embarrassing and so I, funny. I, but it got to the point where I started to get jobs and I have to give my yeah. email I was yeah. like yes you can just contact me at uh, flying fish frog <laughs> flying fish frog I need a new email that's a good one tweet in your first yes. emails yeah. and feel <laughs> free yeah, embarrass yourself and uh, also your uh, you know bank account details bank account details <laughs> account Great. Alright, we've come to the end of the show. Shame. Um, so shame. next week we'll be back with more entertainment news, more guests that we can interview about the industry. Yeah. And we're gonna be reviewing way more films. Thank you so much, Alex, today. No worries. Brilliant. Follow me on all social media. Yeah, make sure you check out <laughs> Alex Hoburn on all social medias. H O B E R N for those of you who spell it with an L. Yeah, also uh, uh Beardless Boy sixty yeah, nine. <laughs> Dirt, big dirty Al sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, and so to my last one, um, my, my last mashup song of the day, I found a mashup with The Weeknd and the Stranger Things theme oh, tune. Lovely. Mixed by DJ Peanut Butter Ice Cream. Mixed <laughs> by uh, my, yours truly, DJ Peanut Butter Ice Cream. So I'm going to pay. Featuring pay. Bolognese. <laughs> we have to like drop a yeah, track. 100%. We have to. Brilliant. Okay, have a good week, guys. We'll see Peace you next out, week. Peace out, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.